there is abundance because I think that the scarcity is causing more pain to people. Yeah. And we don't want to be causing pain in at, to try and get a sale. Right? Hey everyone, welcome to the Engage Groups podcast. This, we got a special episode for you today. In this special episode, we are going to be having three of my awesome clients come in and we're going to talk about 2022, what went well, what didn't go well. 2023, what we want to see go well. And we're also going to talk about the industry, the online industry as a whole. What went well, what didn't go so well in the industry, and then what we want to see and we don't want to see in the industry as well. So here we go. So which one of you lovely ladies wants to go first? We got Carol, Chris, and Elizabeth. Who would like to go first? Who would like to introduce themselves first? Elizabeth, go for it. <laughs> so I'm an intuitive, clairvoyant, psychic medium. I'm an artist. I have been doing this for many, many years online as well as in person. My name's Elizabeth Harper, by the way. And I've had a website since, ooh, let me see now, for over 20 years. Wow. So I've I've been in the online space. And of course, the last few years since COVID, things have changed with so many people being online, such a saturation there. And it's been kind of interesting because I've always loved being online. I've always loved working behind the scenes for sure. But I've been feeling this past year as if it's been a little bit of uh, an overwhelm. That there's, I wanted to go out more. I wanted to be away from the computer more. Mm. I'm finding that I'm not quite so centered on work, work, work. <laughs> you know, it's a, a that not might not be such a good thing. My work itself, I have online programs and courses, and I have a membership. And I used to have products, physical products that I would send out. I'd create, I'd create silk scarves and jewelry and have books and all kinds of different things. But it was very much focused on, on the online world. And I'm feeling now as if I want to go back to products. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. With my Oracle, you know, do the Oracle, create the Oracle, and that will be part of the product. And I feel like that's me moving forward, but still connecting. It's like being in two worlds, mm. you know, being in the, it's almost like going from one extreme to another and then yeah. just swinging back again. So you said something interesting and you said that you feel like you aren't work, work, work this year, like that you weren't work. So did you feel like 2020 and 2021, you were head down working? It felt more insular for sure. Mm -hmm. So it, it's almost as if, well, I can't go out, so I may as well work. <laughs> yeah. Go mix with people, <laughs> this will just get, you know, tucked into my work. And I did. I I did a lot of work then and I, I did a lot of different programs that required me to be home and was perfect because people were at home. So they did mm -hmm. my meditation programs. So, you know, every day we would meditate together. Whereas now it feels like it's kind of stretching that out a little bit. And my work, especially with spirituality, it's it's not just about connecting within, within yourself. It's also about connecting with nature and connecting in relationships mm. and connecting with people. And 
this year particularly I was able to do my retreat I was able to do yes. a retreat and that was perfect you know connect to people and it felt so good yeah to reconnect and I didn't have that the last couple of years I didn't realize that I missed it I didn't awesome. know that you know because again because I've been behind the scenes for so long on the computer and with a website and working online that you kind of take it for granted and then when it's taken away from you it's yeah. all of a sudden well all right well I'll just get along with this I'll, I'll get on with it and and then when I had the retreat that it, it almost felt like I'd come home there was that sense mm. of you know hugging and loving and connecting and communicating and laughing and everything and you can do that with your friends but it just felt like a deeper connection yeah that's amazing so what would you say what really well for you in 2022? I'm sure we heard it, but like now tell tell us straight to that. Like what went really well? Well, I think what went really well was having the retreat. Yeah. That was something that felt very supportive for me. I've had personally, I've had a, a very challenging year. So it's been challenging year in, in my personal life. Mm-hmm. But professionally, it's been kind of interesting. It, it's been an interesting energy of where myself and my clients, my customers, my, you know, my people, where they've been looking and what they've been looking at and what they've been most attracted to. And I feel like this year, for me, it's like I've been looking for that too. Yeah. I've been looking for that path, that right path that is for me, because I feel like things are changing. And they're always changing, but, and I feel for myself in my business, it's always changing as well. So the retreat part of it was something I enjoyed. So I'm going to continue doing that, mm. you know, next year I'll do that again. And also I'm going to be teaching more next year in person. So that feels good. Oh, um, that's great, Elizabeth. Yeah what, yeah, what didn't seem to work, I think, is I didn't spend much time doing live programs in public. I did them in my membership, but mm-hmm. didn't do any anything too public. I did one, I think, that was public. And I think I need to do more of those. I feel like there's a need for us to connect more. That we've been again a little bit behind the scenes connecting, and I feel like there needs to be more nurturing, more connection, more personal relationships with people as well that we're in business with, essentially, yeah. that we want to support and help. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Thank you, Elizabeth. You're welcome. Okay. Who would like to go next? I'll go. I'll go. Go ahead, Carol. Hi, everybody. My name's Carol LeBaron. And the name of my business is Carol LeBaron, but then I have under that hat, I have Carol LeBaron Dyes, where I teach stitch and dye and create stitch and dye artwork, and Carol LeBaron Textile Designs, where I design fabrics, so both fabrics for industry and for fine art. And then the other thing that I'm doing now is teaching online and working with clients, mentoring people who just creatives in general, not just textile designer, just textile art, but whatever art form informs them or that place where people can find their spirit and get more productive or happier. 
So that's that's what I do right now. I've got a website. I have had a website since 1999, 98, mm-hmm. 1998, if you can imagine. Back in the days where you had to hire somebody, it was back when I was at graduate school, at Rhode Island School of Design. And the only way anybody could make a website was they had to know how to write HTML and write all the code and everything, mm-hmm. pay somebody to do everything because you couldn't. And then, of course, through all the iterations that went through the time when people sort of looked down on WordPress because they said, oh, it's a blog, you know, all these different, but I've had, I had the same website from all that time until this year, I moved my web host to one that actually loaded faster. So mm-hmm. I, I, so like Elizabeth, and it's really interesting, you've had your website a long time also, I've been in the digital space for a long time, but just having the presence there. But my work up until 2020, when we all got locked down, very much out in the physical world. I've taught art workshops all over the country from, you know, Whidbey Island in Oregon to in the east in North Carolina and various colleges and different places, quilt groups, anybody that would have me that I'd come and show them how to dye the fabric because what I do is kind of unusual but in 2020 you weren't allowed to go anywhere now i almost feel guilty because i am a hermit anyway and (laughs) i'm an artist and i'm home all the time and i live out in the country so for me being locked down. And because I, I, I also teach, I would I should say too, I teach at university, I teach art history and, you know, my, I'm my major or my focus is material culture. So history, of material culture. So I teach art design, art history, and all of that at, on the university level online. So I worked, I've been working for home from home for years. I developed online courses for ETSU back in 2000, 2002. So I'm familiar with the space. So it, it, the thing that changed for me was other people. And I had to learn to understand what it's like for somebody that's used to being people with people all the time, how much of a change, a change it is for them, because it wasn't a change for me. It, it did change my grocery shopping habits to, from, from every week to, you know, every six weeks, that kind oh, of wow. thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I mean, I would be a month at a time up here and I was alone for the first two months of the pandemic because my partner was in Florida and he had just happened to be down there and he couldn't get home. There was when everybody, you weren't allowed to travel at all. So it was really interesting for me to be self-sustaining like that. But that was when I discovered online marketing because I, I belonged mm-hmm. to a group. It's the Nomad Network. It's an awesome, it's, it's actually, if you look up Nomad Network, it's free to join <laughs> And there's all kinds of entrepreneurs there that just know each other and do every all kinds of things. It's just a really great place to talk to different people. It's really so, great. So what went well for you in 2020? This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Is, is that I learned about online yeah. and I started doing sort of digital things. And so when I hit, it took me two years from 2020, I had to learn all of that stuff and I had time to do it. So by 2022, I was doing both my physical work and the digital work, and I knew enough about it yes. to find the people to work with, which includes you, Sandra. Yes. <laughs> so, 
Yeah. So yeah. I tried teaching a workshop. I met with Facebook. I got over my dislike of Facebook and I started reaching out to people. And opposite to Elizabeth, I'm excited for with 2022, I began learning what online community is. That's why I was measuring mm. the network because I learned about on, online community there. Yeah. And there's an I'm getting an online community with you, these di different people that I'm meeting through people I work with and colleagues and other things. I've I my life is so full just with meeting people and making these organic connections. I'm I am more outgoing than I've ever been with people. So 2022 has been my year for that. And for getting excited about finding other ways to reach people and learning how there's actually some way that you can make yeah. people's lives better from behind a computer, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And so what didn't go so well in 2022? Well, my probably my financial situation is in terms of my business ideas that I had at the beginning of the year, because I had a funeral I had a graduation, I had a wedding, I had my daughter's wedding to plan. I traveled all summer. So the first three months, the first three months, I ran a color workshop that was really successful. And then I had to travel a thousand miles and do family yeah. stuff. And I wasn't able to manage both those things. So I think the thing that didn't go well for me was time management, if you will. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, you know, you had major personal events happen in the year. Exactly. And I'm left on a positive note. Like all yeah. of those things gave me experience. I'm, I'm disgustingly joyful in my life. <laughs> well, disgustingly I, joyful should be on yeah. a mug. <laughs> I, am. I, I just, everything about my life is so good. <clears throat> you know, I get to make artwork like little, you know, this is a little piece of what I do. If you can see it. They're just, so you they can won't be able it. to see it on the podcast, no. but it's very colorful but, and very beautiful. Yeah, you, well, you're recording it. So you've got, you know, so, but it takes hours to make this, make yeah. the things I make. Yeah. But it gives me meditative time. Yes. So I don't know. What I got in 2022 was a great list of all the ideas and things that I really want to do. And my hopes for 2023 are, are putting them all together so other people can be as happy as I am. Excellent. Disgustingly joyful as you are. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Thank you, Carol. All right, Chris, tell us about you. So I'm Christielle, and I am the founder of the Joy Belief Farm blog, which we actually started as a website in 2004. And what happened was we got interviewed for a magazine, and they said as they were finishing the interview, and how can people contact you? And so the next day I went to the library, got HTML for dummies, and we built our website. <laughs> using that and got online and gave them and that's how we started out and initially so I'm rural too and initially we were a fiber farm and I was teaching natural dye workshops in person on our farm and doing some herbalism products and making homemade soap and doing knit hand spun hand dyed hand knit hats toques shawls and selling them in person 
mm-hmm. at the farmer's market. And then I started teaching that online. And then what I found was people were more interested in herbal health. So I started teaching herbalism. And so I'm an herbalist and I teach herbalism skills. I teach self, self-reliance skills for free on my website and also through my membership and through books and through courses. And we've been kind of niching tighter and tighter as things go on. And then when the pandemic hit, I found out that a lot of my people were really afraid. They had not prepared. They didn't know what to do. And so I started kind of doubling down and pouring out a lot more. We couldn't travel like everyone else. And so I I did what Elizabeth did and thought, I can have a vacation later. And it's been now three years since we've had a vacation. And I'm completely burned out. I know that we served our people well. And so that was important to me. I know for a fact that local people survived COVID because I delivered herbs to them in person, Mm -hmm. left them on their doorstep. I taught some in-person workshops this year for free to local people to make sure that they could identify local herbs and knew how to make herbal medicine. So I know that I've served my community well. Um, In my business this year, what went well, we actually did a launch. for the first time in three years, I had been, because of the pandemic, I had been doing a lot of stuff for free and I hadn't been launching my membership. So we were losing members and not replacing them. So I actually did two launches this year, which I was happy about. They, they weren't as fabulous as I wanted, but they were still good. They replenished our numbers and that was good. The other thing we did this year, 2022, is we launched a podcast and I think we've had 3000 downloads. So that's been good. And this year has been kind of a, a year to expand. And now for 2023, I, I need to contract because I have a lot of loose ends. I, I went with the adage of done is good enough just to get it out there because the team I was working with were a bunch of perfectionists and they wanted everything to be perfect. And it took three months to launch the first episode. And I just said, no, we're not doing it this way. This is not how we work. And I pushed them to get it done. And we've done by by the time this airs, there'll be three seasons completed and we'll be starting season four in the podcast. So I'm happy about that. But for 2023, I need to tie up loose ends because there were things that we launched that I didn't quite feel were finished. I want to go back and polish those things, do re-record some things. And so, and my daughter announced a week ago that she's expecting her next child, which means I'm going to lose a team member and uh, at least temporarily. And so I think it's important, at least at the beginning of the year, to tie up all these loose ends. So I'm prepared to lose her for however long she's away on maternity leave. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. Woo. All right. So let's, you can all unmute and like, let's talk about what did we, in just in the online marketing online community world what did we like that happened what we what happened that we didn't like or we don't want to see again i i kind of i love that we're all old timers on the website (laughs) that we we've done that because i i had somebody a student create my site 
you know, and then I learned HTML so that I could, and it was at that time when you couldn't, you'd have to, if you created a new page, you had to manually put it on each and every page. And, you know, I had about 600 pages, no exaggeration on my page. And so it was moving. So I couldn't keep it perfect. We were talking about perfectionism. It was hard for me to keep it perfect because, you know, it was, it was hard to keep up with all of that. So one of the things I love is that again, since COVID, there've there's been more people online, there's been more online businesses, and as a consequence, there's more online offerings mm. of products that say that will help us as business owners with our websites, with how we market, how we reach people, new creative ideas to do that. So I've really enjoyed that. I've really enjoyed seeing it. And you know, because there's been a, a monopoly in some places with businesses. And, and so we've had to go with them. And now there are so many, it's like a great big offering of different cereals in the, in the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of things to choose from. And so I, I really love that. I think that's a, a big positive. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say that one thing that I really like that I saw <clears throat> that I've seen this year that even in 2020, it wasn't that way. It seems like the, the the attitude of people are different. It seems like people aren't quite so desperate. And as things, as things have evolved through the pandemic and past, there was this post-pandemic time where people were still in that mentality of we're trapped at home, so we have to do this online. But it, it seems to me that I've found that with many people that I've run across, it's becoming more of a choice, if you will, and a way of doing outreach. And another thing that I've noticed, and and I actually thought about this today, I got an email from Zoom talking about making hybrid Zoom rooms type thing, which, you know, we have the hybrid classroom, this and that. And I thought, you know, there's this, perhaps there's this trend of being able to facilitate experiences for people that I work with that they have a choice that it, that it's in-person and hybrid, or maybe there's an in-person component and then, you know, an online component that goes with yeah. it, but there's a chance to have this personal collection connection, which leads me to my second point. You know, if I, if I was going to do a future casting, like we used to have to do this thing at, at when I was in at RISD, it was called what's in the air sort of notice what, what we predict for color trends or this and that. And my prediction for what's in the air is that human, human inter, interpersonal relations are going to be important, that it's going to be important for people to be heard, for people to be seen, for people to, to whatever it is that, that's, that's for them, like what, what happened that morning? You know, is their cat sick? Do they have to take it, you know, did, mm-hmm. You know, is there something wrong with its tail that, you know, something like that can like if, if the cat suddenly I remember right before Emily's cat died, it was, you know, it had hairballs were everywhere. It, and so it wasn't just being sad about the cat, but all the stuff you had to do around it. Little tiny things like that can affect your entire day or your entire week. And just those little things that, that people. I don't have the words to put into it, but I think I have something there that is still nebulous. The people are going to be important, individuals, 
not yeah. just as masses, but the individual person is going to be important. Yeah. Love that. Like relationships. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And for me, my, I'm, I'm living, I really get the, the most out of what can I give to other people? I know that sounds like very la la or, or whatever, but it, it's honestly true that if I can make somebody's life better, I'm more interested in how can I, I make your life better than how much am I going to charge you? I almost don't want to take money for it, but I have to because I've got to you know, pay pay for my new truck, yes. <laughs> <laughs> which I wish I didn't even have to have. But you know, you get in an accident, <clears throat> like happened to me this fall, and, and and somebody slams into the side of your truck and spins you around, and and your whole life changes yeah. just from a just from an instant a moment, a moment. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I think things are going to go. Awesome. Thank you. Chris, where do you think things are going to go? I think that local infrastructure is going to be really important going ahead. So much is being talked about, about globalism. And yet if we don't have the local infrastructure, then we may as well not exist. Mm-hmm. Right, because things are changing really fast. Things are changing so fast that infrastructure doesn't have time to keep up. And when I say infrastructure, I'm not talking about poles with wires. I'm talking about the people infrastructure. Yeah, you know, not your supply chain and the people that service that supply chain. And as far as internet goes, you know, like we're on satellite, we're rural. We're on satellite internet, but the upgrades have to keep up. And for upgrades to have to keep up, you need that supply chain intact. I was talking online with somebody and they were complaining that they were excluded from the local pottery guild and they'd always wanted to be a potter. And I I said to her, start your own pottery guild. Yes. And I I think that's what we need to do when we have a need and and we're being excluded or we can't get somewhere because it's too far. We need to start it ourselves and other people will come along. I've seen it happen. Other people will come alongside if we start the thing that we need. And I think that that's going to happen more and more in 2023 and beyond. Yeah, I love that. And I think so many great businesses and and communities have started when one person was told no, and they're like, yes, well, I'm going to do it anyways, and tends to be better than the other one, right? Speaking of global or community, (laughs) we should say where we all are, because Sandra, you're in Canada, right? And I'm thousands of miles away from you. I'm I'm in East Tennessee. Yeah, I'm in outside of Toronto, Chris. Want to say where you're I'm from? in Canada. I'm in very rural British Columbia. She's on the <laughs> other side of the country of me. I always wanted to go there. It's actually faster for me to fly to Europe than to go to visit Chris. Oh, you live in what I dream. You live in my bucket list place. And Elizabeth, you sound I, like you're not in the United States, but you're in the United States. I am. I'm, I'm in upstate New York. It's rural as well. So where in upstate New York? And the Finger Lakes. Oh, okay. So it's faster for me to see Elizabeth. (laughs) 
Wow. Yeah. 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 Finger Lakes are beautiful. My my nephew and niece live up there. Oh, well, it's kind of interesting, you know, with Chris saying about satellite, because we just have there's one tower on the mountain over the over the, the lake and we've got one box. And and that is it. It limits me, you know, with being yeah. online as well. So what do we see and that we don't want to see in 2023? I mean, other than the doom and gloom that we have been seeing, what do we not want to see in the in the business world? I don't want to see a lot of people taking taking people taking advantage of people's vulnerability. Mm. And yeah. how, how do you mass, see that happening? Mass marketing, marketing to people's fears. We're living in yeah. such a ter- terrifying world right now that there's there are some people, I mean, and, and people I know that sell wonderful products that can make your life better, like you know, medicine or or skincare or or healthcare, whatever it is to, to make your life better. But some people market as that is doom and gloom, like we live in such a terrible world that you know you're gonna die if you don't get this thing, type of thing. And right. I'd like to see, I'd like to see less of that. And more of saying life is really great, but we can even make it a little bit better. Mm. And maybe you feel like your life isn't really great right now. Maybe things just seem really dark. But honestly, if you look inside within yourself, you have this. Yeah. Awesome. Chris or Elizabeth? I'd like to see more world peace. It's the same, it's the same thing isn't it really? It's kind of, you know, not focusing on people's fears, focusing on peace and focusing on love and focusing on connection and mm-hmm. we're all one, et cetera. And that's a relationship as well. So, and about being of service when we're in service to everyone, when we're of service to people that we serve ourselves, of course, but we also want to do good. Yeah. So it's the same thing. It's being yeah. there for people. Awesome. Yeah. And you know, it's such a small world, isn't it? Especially again with the internet, we can reach anybody and everybody in the world. And it's become so much smaller. And you think that everybody thinks like you, or you think that everyone has that consciousness like you. So I would like to, you know, over this next year and beyond to to raise our consciousness for for there to be a, a global consciousness that is coming to this place of unification. Mm-hmm. that would be so much nicer and i know that's not necessarily a, a marketing thing or a business thing but it affects us <laughs> affects uh, as business us. owners personally yeah. etc you know in a way i almost think it is a marketing or a business thing but maybe we don't if we don't if we take away those words and we say that every one of our businesses or every one of our enterprises it can be a little spot of light you know and and so in Reiki, sometimes we join with other people and we create this light. So if we start from that place and everybody else sort of lights their candle or, or lights their light, that light will grow. So if it comes from a, and I love your word being of service. That's perfect. Cause really that's what it is. That's right. Chris, anything to add on to? I really like what Carol said. I think that that's beautiful. I think, you know, we 
we want our people, our audience, our customers to experience abundance, right? Mm -hmm. And yet it's always sold with scarcity. Yeah. And I think that's such a misnomer. And I would like to see my business and other people's business move beyond scarcity to embracing the abundance and, and even using that as a marketing mm -hmm. message that there is abundance because I think that the scarcity is causing more pain to people yeah. and we don't want to be causing pain in at, to try and get a sale, right? We want, we want the abundance. We acknowledge that we have abundance in our life and we want to share that abundance. That's why we're in business is to share that abundance with other people. And so I don't know how to achieve that. It's not in my marketing training for sure, because we sell things with scarcity in marketing, right? But I think that that's, there, there's a disconnect yeah. with our offerings. And I would like to see in 2023 and beyond, moving beyond that scarcity mindset. Yeah. So, so I have an idea for a summit. Here okay. it is. Move beyond scarcity. Embrace the abundance. Abundance is within all of us. And how do each one of us embrace this and bring and and yeah send that out? Well, I think for all of you here, the abundance is the communities that you have that you bring people in. There's a huge abundance there because I know in your communities everyone's very helpful, mindful, kind. That is just is an abundance mindset in all of your communities. You know, we are, they are not there to compete with each other or take away from each other. It is very much an abundance right. piece. So that is just the, the, the beginning of marketing your abundance through that lens. I think embracing abundance is like a great theme for all of us for 2023. And I was thinking of naming the podcast Disgustingly Joyful. Maybe it's embracing abundance. Maybe it's the both. Both of them, this has been amazing. I just want to go through each of you, if you could share your website, your website from the last 20, 30, 40 years. And, and also, and I wonder what we paid for our domain names back in the nineties. I don't even remember. Maybe it was just a buck, but so I share that and any $10. others. It was, it was like $2. Yeah. And now it's cute. up to 10. Except if you bought like a dot TV and they were like $500 a month. So if you could all share your website and any other social media you want to share, I'm going to go alphabetically by first name. So Carol, you go first. Okay. So my website is carolabaron.com. So that's C-A-R-O-L-L-E-B-A-R-O-N.com. And if you just Google Carol LeBaron, you'll find a lot. You can find me on the internet. I'm on Facebook and then I'm also on YouTube, but it's under Carol LeBaron Textile Designs on YouTube. I've got Instagram and I'm trying to do Twitter, but I'd look for me. I would look on Facebook and YouTube first and awesome. look at my website because there's a bunch of links there. Plus I blog. I love to write. So if you like to read weird things, go to my website and read my blog. <laughs> Thank you, Carol. Chris. My Website is joybellyfarm.com, J-O-Y, joy, B-I-L-E-E, farm, F-A-R-M.com. Awesome. Anything else? Any other place? That's a good enough spot for them. No. 
Chris's blog is full find it of there. articles for years, so you will be well supported there. Elizabeth. So my website is sealedwithlove.com. I got sealed with love because I couldn't get sealed with a wish. <laughs> I was writing a book <laughs> that I called Sealed with a Wish. And I, and so I ended up with Sealed with Love and it's perfect. It embraces everything that I do. My other website is intuitivesoulcircle.com. That is my membership. My main website is sealedwithlove.com. And I have a weekly video, which I've been doing since 2007, 2008, wow. with oracles. So at the moment, it's angel oracles and meditations every week. And where do they find that? That's sealwithlove.com. They can find awesome. them there. They can find them on YouTube, but sealwithlove.com. You can go to everywhere from there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on this call, taking the time to be here, sharing your goodness, your abundance, your love for community and humanity. I wish you all tremendous success and disgustingly joyful new year i love you all so much thank you for being part of this podcast thank you everyone we'll see you next week Bye.